Welcome to Hands at the Table. I'm your co-host, Jeff Bramhall. Alongside fellow massage therapist, Bori Saranyi, this podcast shows massage therapists how powerful our profession can be. We believe that as a craft and as a profession, massage therapy is only limited by a therapist's imagination and willingness to put in the work. By sharing what we're learning, what we're working on, and what's captured our interest, we hope to broaden your perspective, inspire you to set your standard high, and invest in your craft. Thank you for joining us. And welcome back to Hands at the Table, this time once again with both Bori and Jeff together. Um, so today we're going to talk, we're going to talk a little bit about um, taking the ego out of our work. And uh, I think, I think we could, this is something that I'm excited to hear what Bori's do, doing with this right now, because she's hitting a really special set of circumstances. And you know, the, one of the things that we talked about a long time ago is how do we take an extreme, how do we take an extreme example and use that to extrapolate into the middle experience? So while this may at the surface seem like something that doesn't make it's, uh, it's something that isn't super practical or applicable for what we're, for what your work is, I, I encourage you to kind of think, think about how the principles of what we talk about today, what they are and how those might apply to your day to day. So uh, with that, Bori, tell me about what it's been like going back to Budapest. Tough. <laughs> yeah, so basically what, um, what we want to talk about here is that, as you know, like I studied every, well, I left Hungary as an architect and I went to the States and I worked as an architect for two years. And then I did all of my massage therapy stuff in the States. And then, you know, for the 500 hours in Texas, I probably did another thousand hours worth of uh, massage therapy, strength training, uh, personal training, biomechanics, like all kinds of PRI courses and everything. and. And while it's so interesting, because while in the United States, not, that feels like not as special because of the because of the circles that I run around in, um, because of course you hang out with the people that you know you have some connections with. Once I moved back, like PRI, nobody heard of it. Like that's not a thing here because it never made it here, or. FMS is like maybe a thing here. Like that's very little, like, but I've seen it before here. Uh, biomechanics and the type of uh, biomechanics based strength training is not a thing here. Uh, at least not in the gyms that I run, run around. And some of these things are just, just haven't made it here. So Hungary is very like, it's a small country anyway. Um, so it's, it usually takes people some time plus no, it's not like a big language or anything. So I have anybody who comes here have to, has to teach in English and then had, there has to be enough people who understand professional English enough that they can sit in a course. So there's different, uh, problems with it, but anyway, so yeah, I came back here and now I'm trying to, you know, share what I've learned, but also give other people the space and give other people the time and um, 
try not to be, yeah, I don't want to say it, but <laughs> try not to flex too much on it because it, it, the culture here is just not there. We're, we're going with the times, but somehow we're like a little bit behind on everything. So you can't really just come in from like, you know, it's kind of like the case with the, the person who come from the furthest and then tells you what to do. I'm like, you can't really play that role because right now what I'm trying to do is build a network, build people who are interested in what I'm doing. But for that to happen, I need to put my ego aside and not try to come in and walk into somebody's office and tell them all that I know and all that I know better than them. That's not how it's going to work, but mainly just shares like, hey, this is what I've been doing before. This is how I work. If you're interested, in, please feel free to ask any questions, but also I'm interested in what you're doing. And, you know, I think we talked about this a lot before, like how you build a network, how do you create connections? It goes back to that. You have to be curious and you need to put your ego aside. And especially in this culture, when things are not there yet, like I cannot say it's like, in the States, I could say it's like, yeah, I'm a PRI uh, practitioner who, you know, studied PRI and studied biomechanics here. I, that doesn't mean anything. That doesn't give me anything because nobody knows what it is. So those are kind of things that I have to like, I have to work to re, uh, rephrase those things and kind of like say it in a way that it does make sense and say it in a way where I literally need to explain posture restoration. Mm. I from the like I can't say that those words together because it doesn't mean anything. So I have to go back to the drawing board and kind of like explain what is the concept of posture restoration. And don't mm. even say posture restoration because nobody cares. But like kind of like oh going back it's like okay what does it actually mean? What does it actually do? Which is kind of like a good exercise but also very hard. Um and definitely, you know, coming from the States, it's weird to say that it's almost like scary to say that you almost say, I don't want to say it. it's like, yeah, I learned in the States because it, people here immediately attach this um, almost like this, like kind of like it sounds obnoxious immediately. Like it's it's funny, but it does. And I'm like. I can't even say this. Like I have to say, like I studied abroad or something because it sounds like, oh yeah, you're coming from America and you're going to tell us what to do. Like that's how it sounds like. And it's, and that's not how I mean it. So and it was like, I've been in the States. I can't do anything about it. I can't like, that's what it is. Like, I'm sorry, but ugh, whatever. <laughs> um, so that's a funny situation. And on the other hand, which is very interesting, um, Hungarian education is actually really freaking good. Mm. So for example, if uh, like coaches, health practitioners, like for example, here massage therapy school is for the get, from the get go, it's a thousand hours. It's a two year program. Mm. Um, like some of the stuff that they're studying, we, we learn that on continuing education classes. Right. So like, it's almost like, sometimes I, I, I'm like questioning is like, shall I say this? Because they, I'm pretty sure they already learned this, like this, which shouldn't be new or this is not new for them. But so it's kind of like, it's an interesting like exploration here. Like, what does anybody know? And like, mm. how can I bring in what I know 
and then kind of like build it in there and kind of like fit it into the culture that is present here and not try to cha change the culture first. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. The, the, uh, the idea of saying like, like it's that, that recognition of like there knowing that there are holes in your education and there are holes, there are likely holes in their education and finding out that finding out where those holes, where those holes are, I was going to mm -hmm. be, it seems like it would be a really, that, that seems like it would be a really big challenge. Like, uh, that sounds like yeah. that's, that's like, it seems like that's the, the, almost the problem is like, well, I don't know what, you know, and I don't, I don't know what you do and don't know. And yeah, what do you know about what I know that I don't know? <laughs> um, mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and I think bringing that, like bringing that perspective, like, well, like you said, like, you don't want to just show up and like flex, like, yeah, I did all this. I've done all this stuff. Like that doesn't, it, it's meaningless if someone doesn't. It's out of contest for them, yeah. context for them. Like that doesn't mean anything. Yeah. Here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. And, and, and then like, and, and, and one of the things that you, that you said of like, and we've talked this one, talked this one to death and we've been talking about building a network and just being curious and mm -hmm. like being curious about what is like, you know, what does somebody else see? What is somebody who has a different lens? What do they see when they, mm -hmm. you know, like without talking about postural restoration, but like, what do you see when, what, like, what do you see when you have someone show up with, you know, shoulder immobility or something like yeah. that? Yeah. And it's like, and then that's where like some of it is like the, the language barrier also comes in and it's not necessarily about the English language itself, but some of it is, some of it is technically, um, you know, a little bit older generation than mine. So somebody who's like 40, 50, 60 does not necessarily speak English here, mm. which means the research is unavailable for them. So I can't like, I can't cite a research paper because it doesn't, again, it doesn't mean anything here. Like I can't bring in the, the, the list from the PRI website or the list from like, yeah, you know what? Ice doesn't really like today I was at a basketball game and somebody uh, sprained their ankle and it was like elevated and iced for like 40 minutes after that. And I'm like, I can't really say anything because even though I know the research is present and, and even though I know, like they just don't even have access to it. Mm. Like it doesn't trickle down as fast. And there's here, there's definitely not enough money in research and definitely not in sports and health and all that stuff. Like it's basically zero. Mm -hmm. um, so like all the research has to come from Europe, like Italy and Germany is really good in like health and health related research. Mm -hmm. Same thing with the American ones, which is really great. But again, it's not accessible unless you speak English good mm -hmm. enough that you can understand what's in it. Yeah. So it's kind of like there are some barriers there that definitely limit on how well people can get educated, even if it's on Instagram. Same thing. You know, not everybody can participate in Connor's biomechanics class because they would not understand the English of it. Right. They would right. understand it's not the just... concepts. But it's not; they wouldn't speak good enough English to right, get it. Right, because it's it's yeah. not just English; it's a it's a specific technical English, mm -hmm. like and yeah, and, that and is fast, a, yeah, yeah, and fast, fast, really yeah. fast, yeah, yeah. Too, too fast for me, who's speaking it as a primary <laughs> language. <laughs> yeah, 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 
yeah so it's it's really interesting some of those things are definitely interesting to like say it's like okay i get it that the research hasn't made it here yet but how do you say how do you still try to do your best to because again it goes back to the client goes back to the the people the person in front of you is like what is the best for them mm-hmm. and um how long do you wait before you kind of like go against the stream um yeah yeah and and you know that that goes back to one of the ideas that you brought up earlier when you're talking about like showing versus sharing um like kind of and and i think that that ego kind of there's that ego feeling of showing how much you know which is almost a which is a counter to insecurity versus sharing what you know which is you know sharing what you know that may be helpful for someone else which is done out of a place of confidence and assuredness as opposed to insecurity um Mm -hmm. how i imagine there's some pretty big differences culturally around sharing information and you know I, i think in in the states i've been able to just you know i see some someone doing something that's kind of that's like that i don't that i don't get and i'll be like and i'll i'm comfortable just going over and just saying like hey just like wondering like wondering why like what what brings you to do that right like uh, like asking those questions and like you know not coming off like a jerk but just yeah. or maybe coming off like a jerk i don't know i'm an american <laughs> talking to an american so i kind of don't care yeah. but um but but um <laughs> but um like culturally how do how does how does that work with how does that work with hungarians uh i would say i would say definitely there's different um we have a more defensive structure by itself so um i definitely have to be more uh, careful and again it's coming from a little bit of insecurity so all of it is goes down to you know sociology and culture and fear and you know the four f's of like and you know sapolsky and porges and all that stuff but for example there's like a lot more of um fearing you losing your clients or like a lot of a lot more jealousy that that like professional jealousy kind of Mm. going on uh culturally so that's like not just my my profession or anything but it's like in general Mm. um so that's definitely going around a little bit more and I think like that's a push that I'm not it's not that I'm not willing to take on or anything like that but it is like I feel like I'm more it's it's unnecessary especially Mm. getting like conditioned in the states where I was lucky enough and I guess that's you know not you know everywhere there's everything and all that stuff and we know all that but in the states I was conditioned in locations or in offices where that was not even a question like we share because we all want to know and it's not about like are you gonna get too too like you know too good for me or too much are you gonna learn too much like more than I know like that was never even a question Mm. um so here I feel like I have to be a little bit more cautious about how how I say those things or how I phrase anything um for example like I work in a gym uh where I train a guy who is who found me through the PRI because he was probably the only one in the whole Budapest who ever watched any of those videos 
Um, but I trained with him and, you know, like, and he's a younger um, male. So like we go through the gym and everybody's a bodybuilder. So obviously they're doing stuff that's not long-term healthy. Like, mm. and then the, the personal trainers, just like in the States, know very minimal, like that knowledge is not a lot. What you can come out with from a personal coach, like personal trainer certification, they don't really need, like I'm a personal trainer and I did it twice. It doesn't really, you don't know too much. Um, so of course you see like horrible form and horrible execution and horrible coaching, but also, you know, like, it's kind of like, just like, okay, like you do you, like your training for bodybuilding. It's not my place to tell you that you do not have that hip extension. You do not have shoulder flexion proper. Mm. You can barely move. You're not training for me. You're not training. You're not hurt. You're not under my care. Um, I really don't have to say anything. Only thing I can do is that I train with this guy who is also was a bodybuilder before. And now we're doing like low level PR exercises because he cannot breathe. And it's like, okay, so maybe sometimes somebody's going to, you know, see that. It's like, what is that guy doing? And I'm the same. Like I work out there and I do my own like Connor's exercises and all that stuff. And I'm like, I can't wait for somebody to ask me, why am I doing that stupid stuff? Mm-hmm. And like, just say, it's like, okay, I'm glad you asked. <laughs> Let me tell you something. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it's, I think it's like, it depends on all of that culture, but I definitely, ha- I cannot walk up to somebody and just say like, hey, why are you doing this? Because even it, it, there's two, op- like two options, like either they think they are stupid or either they think I'm stupid. Mm. and there's no other possibilities that's the only two options that exist so there's no possibility just like oh no probably she's just curious that's not that we don't do that (laughs) we don't do that here (laughs) yeah (laughs) so i mean so do where do you do is that something that you see like you see that across the across culture and or is that something that is do do you see that mostly in sports or is there any is there any particular place that you see it more or less? Well, I assume like definitely like, you know, these hardcore gyms are definitely those, but that's, it's kind of like a city thing, thing, thing too. It's kind of like a Hungarian thing too. It's kind of like a European thing too. So it's, I think there's like different levels, but somehow, you know, like, I guess like every culture is like, like some other cultures are less than this. And then, Hungarians, I think, like, especially in the city, in Budapest, and those gyms that I go to, they have all of it, the, all of the layers of defensiveness. So in the city, we don't talk to each other. You don't say hello on the street. So like you already, if somebody walks up to you, somebody says hello to you, you're already defensive. Mm. You're Hungarian. You have this like professional jealousy and I know better kind of deal, like in the ego thing, then you're already, you're more defensive. That's another layer. And then it's kind of like, I think it's just like some of the, the environments that I run around in, mm. it's like all of the, like full all. Depth of, <laughs> all of it is there. And I'm a female walking into these gyms and, you know, there's like 90% of them are male and mm. 
yeah it's just it's it's sometimes it's just different this is a body bodybuilding gym so it's not my environment and i i'm definitely the outsider there so i'm mm. like i don't say anything i'm this is not my place first of all and then second i don't really know anything about bodybuilding so that's the other thing it's like you do you like maybe that's what you need to do and or you know probably it is i mean you got it some from somewhere mm -hmm. i hope you looked it up and that's not my clientele anyway so it's okay <laughs> yeah yeah that, that but, i mean that's that's the truth right like it's knowing who yeah, like, like most most people aren't going to be your people anyway yeah exactly there there was like some cases when like the personal trainers like shoved like uh you know when they have like that pvc pipe and they started like rolling on somebody's traps and i'm like oh my god as a massage therapist and per i am personally offended by this mm -hmm. right now like i am like please stop doing that like you don't know what you're doing i can tell immediately you have no idea what you're doing and the guy who you work on has also no idea that you don't you have no idea so yeah. you know it's kind of like oh damn it <laughs> the best case scenario here is you're wasting their time. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, Oh my God. Um, but we'll see. We'll see. I'm still like, I'm still relatively new. So I'm like, okay, I'm just going to shut up now and just do my workout. And if I see it again, maybe I, I say something. I don't know. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. How again. can you, how can you find like, what's the little bit that you can offer generously that will actually be received? Right. And... right. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. 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 And then, you know, and sometimes, you know, those things I was like, yeah, maybe you should try poking here. I'm a massage therapist and try poking here and see if that helps or something. See if this does you know? something different. Yeah. 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 yeah and, and it's I... just helpful. And yeah. Exactly. It's, this is something that you don't have to, you know, travel across to across the world to experience either. This is mm -hmm. the same kind of thing that when we go through our courses, like we go through our courses and we think we know something that's absolutely revolutionary and we want to go share it with everyone. You can't just beat people over the head. You need to with like, you can't beat people over the head with new information. You need to, it needs to mean something. Otherwise it's just, it's just more, it's just more information. And yeah, like exactly. letting that, letting that, that, that ego, like letting that feeling of, you know, better letting that go is a really, yeah. it's, a, it's a, it's a tough one. Cause I think, I think it's, it's, it often comes from a really good place, right? Like it's all us. Like we, the only, the only reason that we want to do helps that we only, the only reason we want someone to do something different is so that they can get a better result. Right. 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 Yeah, yeah. So we're, we're doing it out of this generosity, but it's this, but it's this totally ego, like egotistical, like to presume that you can tell somebody how to do something differently and get a better result is a mm -hmm. very, is giving yourself a lot of credit. Yeah. But it's, and it's again, like it's coming from that good place, but it's also coming from that. It's like, we've been to so many classes. Like when will you feel comfortable enough to say, I was like, I know my shit. Come on, man. Yeah. Like I've been doing this for how many years? I've been like, I, it's not that I'm stopped studying. Like, and again, like I accept like later on, if I'm like, it turns out I'm totally wrong, you know, whatever. You'll change. But like, I do know my stuff and then I, I, I do get results. And it, it's, it, that's like some, you know, so trying to find this balance and mm. um, it's like, well, I do know, and I, I can help you. And 
you know, like you need to come with me or you need to like, we need to go slow, but you need to come. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and you mentioned that you have some kind of a similar experience with, or like similar thought process with a class that you're trying to put together. Yeah. Yeah. I've been wanting to make yeah. a, make a class. I've been wanting to put together just a workshop for trainers around me. Mm-hmm. Um, and because I, in, in a conversation that I had, that I've had with a, a gym owner locally, he was, who travels and teaches, can, teaches like not continuing ed, but he teaches like the foundational course for CrossFit coaches. Um, mm-hmm. He's like a CrossFit seminar staff guy. And one of the, one of the things that he saw that he sees consistently is that gyms tend to do a really good job from minute zero to minute 55 out of a 60 minute class. And then once the workout, once the workout's done, the kind of the like kicking off recovery or on the other end of it, movement preparation are places that aren't, are places that they have real opportunities for improvement. So mm-hmm. putting together some, trying to put together something that'll help them, help them program for a large, a large and diverse group of people and get better results out of with less Mm -hmm. effort. And, you know, I have a little bit of credibility in this arena because, you know, I, I, because I used to do that work. I used to be, I used to coach in a gym. I used to coach, like, I used to coach like variety, like a variety of people at, uh, uh, at various levels and, uh, in group training. And I've also done a fair bit of traveling and teaching this kind of stuff myself. And, and so we've, we're working on creating, uh, creating something. And for me, it was, there was a, um, the, the kind of light bulb moment of that turned it into, Ooh, I actually got to do this was having the, was realizing that I didn't care if the people at the other end, like, like I'm going to talk to a coach, coach is going to work with their client. I don't care if that client knows that this coach learned this from anyone or if they just like woke up one day knowing this stuff and now they were able to, mm-hmm. uh, now they were able to <laughs> actually help somebody effectively do a hip flexor stretch. Um, like I, it doesn't matter to me because it's not about me. It's, it's not, it's, it's like, I just want them to do better work. I don't want, it's, it's not, it's not as important to me now. Um, the kind of like do better, like, you know, I want somebody who's the client of my client to do better work. And Mm -hmm. there's an egotistical version of it that I used to have that I'm, that I've recognized now was I actually, I wanted to take that. I want you to do better work because of me. Like I Mm want to be a factor in that. And now I've realized Mm -hmm. that I'm indifferent to being a factor in it. Like mm-hmm. I, it, I don't need to be, it, it's, it, it, it doesn't mm-hmm. matter. Cause if someone's, if someone feels better, if someone, if someone, you know, if someone feels better leaving the gym and then they come back the next day, um, and then they keep doing that for a long period of time, their life, the, their quality of life is going to get better. And that's the thing that actually matters. Like, how do we bring mm-hmm. more, how do we bring more good to the world? Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, well, this seems like that, that kind of like burying that, burying the ego out of it and like wrecking, but, but to bury it, you need to first recognize it and realizing mm-hmm. like, oh, one of those foundational parts of it was totally about me. And actually this isn't yeah. about me. This is about someone yeah. else. Yeah. 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 And, but that's, and that's what 
comes from that inner um, security or existential security and emotional security that, you know, are more present in some, so that's where I feel like a lot of like, a lot of times like smaller countries are like, let's say Hungary messes out because that's how it feels like that we don't have that. Nobody really has that existence, existence of security in the States, like not, and definitely not in my part of like massage therapist trainers, uh, you know, that kind of a layer that doesn't really have that mm-hmm. because it's not, it's, it's uh, compared to what I, you know, how I could work in Texas and what type of security could I have from this job mm-hmm. is not unmeasurable to what I can have in Hungary. It's like, it's night and day. So that's one of the things that I feel, I always go back to that. It's like, if you're somebody who is like afraid for their existence and, you know, safety and health and uh, security month by month, week, week by week, day by day, you do have a lot of ego and stuff. And you do have a lot of professional jealousy because it does make a difference for you if that client leaves you or not, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and that's, and that was like, that was like a kind of a thing. And that is a thing. And, and that's what, I, one of the biggest difference, what I feel like between how I worked and how I um, experienced other massage therapists and healthcare workers in the States versus what I see here. Hmm. And that's a huge difference, like mentally. And I feel like that's where that lot of that ego fight coming from. And that's what you describe in like basically in one person, right? Like having that ego who protects your existence and your safety and your well-being versus once you have that, you can kind of like drop that ego too. And you can say it's like, now I have enough, now I have enough security and safety so I can help, so I can deal with other people and I can really like, there's a, a place for me to give from. Mm-hmm. Like that's a big difference. And I think that's awesome. And then yeah. you definitely have to do that class. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna happen. It's, I mean, I already, <laughs> I, like I did a, we did a run through last week and now it's just, nice. now it's just a matter of refining it. So And we'll that's like, like the happy place. That's how you want to teach. Like that's how you want to educate because it's, literally again like at that point it's not even educate not even teaching it's more about like just sharing it's like dude y'all need to listen this is freaking fascinating you'll love this and you're just like talking like you just want to give it to them and like you do whatever but i'm just telling you this is awesome and this is how it works and you could do this and this and this and so exciting uh and not about like you have to do this so you get more clients so i can get more clients like that's not the way yeah that and that that's like that's the coolest thing is just being like oh i can just i can just do this yeah like yeah. that that's it i can just do this yeah yeah so yeah so i think that's that's really interesting and i think it's really um interesting for us to like observe our ego anytime we talk to any kind of professional same thing with other massage therapists and I felt that many, many times um, when I was speaking with other massage therapists is that I felt the the defensiveness or the jealousy from their part, as in I like I was like, especially when I was working in Texas, like I was safe enough to help anybody for nothing because I knew that my stuff is not in danger. 
but but I definitely felt it from other people that I felt this kind of like this soft um like passive aggressive little things or the questions came in in a way that I knew that they are afraid of them losing their business or them losing a client or me you know being a better therapist or something mm. like I felt that before and I felt it before in Texas and like in the states too um but it's I think it's just generally me like you know it's just where people are coming from so yeah it's interesting yeah yeah, yeah I think security like that it turns out when, when yeah. we're safe, we do better, th like things work better. Who would have, we're cooler who, people. <laughs> uh, who would have imagined that it all comes back to this? Thanks a lot, Robert Sapolsky. Uh, I know, I know. Like he's like rolling in his bed right now again. I was like, somebody's again talking about this stuff. Yeah. How? How? Why? Yeah. How? Oh. Why? Yes. Um, cool. By the way, on that note, uh, I know Robert Speaking Sapolsky about has a. Speaking about him, he has a new episode with uh, Huberman, so nice. on podcast, on their podcast. So I was like, oh my God, I don't think I can listen to that. It's kind of like listening to, you know, I don't even know, the Backstreet Boys singing with the NSYNC in like <laughs> 20 years ago. <laughs> oh, that's perfect. That is, that is, that yeah. is pretty much it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right? Well, it'd be it's more like, like the well, they're like the cream of the cream. I guess it's more like it's probably like Backstreet Boys singing with New Kids on the Block because, like, or that because Sapolsky's like that much older than Huberman. So, like, oh, okay, <laughs> and the hipster thing, yes, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, nice, but think... anyway, so yeah, let's keep our egos out, yeah, yeah, try to, yeah. or at least observe it, I guess. I think that's it, it. Notice it. Yeah. If you can notice, notice it. it. Notice mm -hmm. what, yeah. And why notice is what it you're there? Feeling. What is it telling you? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. is it right? Is it right? <laughs> exactly. Yep. Cool. Yeah. Awesome. Well, this has been this has been another good one. Another good one. I'm glad that we can take uh, a big experience like moving across uh, moving moving across continents and. Uh, extrapolate that out to something that I think that that is an experience that a lot of us have. And uh, I, I learned a lot today. So it's, uh, it was really helpful. So um, I hope you all enjoyed this. Boy, it's been great to be back on the podcast with you. And the yes. next episode, we'll have both of us again, I promise. Um, <laughs> and, uh, and with that, we'll, we'll see you next week and hands at the table. Thanks for taking the time to listen to this episode of Hands at the Table. If you got something out of this episode, have comments or topics you'd like us to cover, please let us know by tagging us on Instagram. Bori is at restore underscore revive underscore therapy, and Jeff is at just breathe manual therapy. We'd also appreciate if you can take a minute to leave us a rating, like, or review wherever you listen. It'll help other people find us. We'll see you next week.